Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope you got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Play Thompson. Thompson stops his dribble, feeds over to Moody. Moody downstairs to Looney. Back cut by Clay to the rim. He dunked it. He dunked it. Porzingis was a step play, and Clay throws it down. Elevation sensation, Clay Thompson. Yeah, impressive stuff from Clay Thompson getting up and getting over on Chris Stapp's Porzingis as Clay finishes with 27 points, and the Warriors go on to win 135 to 126 as we welcome you inside Warriors wrap up here at Chase Center. And on 95-7, the game, John Dickinson with you here as the Warriors get what felt like a pretty big win and a a must-have win uh, over the Wizards to get back above the 500 mark. And I think especially important when you consider the fact that the Warriors have to go down and play the Clippers in Los Angeles tomorrow, second of a back-to-back in the final game before the All-Star break. And you just get the feeling that the Warriors – needed this one badly you know you don't want to slip a game under and then find yourself potentially two under depending upon what happens tomorrow and you know two under could be outside looking in at the all-star break as far as even the play in tournament goes and so you look at uh, Wizards team that had been eight and three in their last 11 since these two teams played last in January but the Warriors coming off a couple of difficult losses with some bad fourth quarters and it just felt an awful lot like a game that needed to be a must win as much as any game could be a must win on on February the 13th and the Warriors able to get the job done and win it after a pretty brutal start to this game the Warriors down 39-29 at the end of the first quarter they were down 15 in the first half and the Warriors really flipped the game I thought with about six minutes to go in the first half. The Warriors found themselves down by 10 and closed the first half. It was 58-48 Washington, but they closed the first half on a 23-8 run. Now, Draymond Green was in foul trouble. Jordan Poole was in foul trouble. Both had three fouls. Both weren't going to be able to play at the end of the half. And it was a lot of three-point shooting that I think kept the Warriors afloat in this game and in the game. Clay Thompson with the 20 first-half points. And it was a pretty bad defensive effort for Golden State in, in the first half and in the first quarter and a half of this game. But it flipped with a lineup of 
players that you wouldn't necessarily expect, and that was Ty Jerome and Dante DiVincenzo. Moses Moody got an opportunity to play, and, and he was plugged in and a part of this 23-8 to plus 15 finish to the half. Kavon Looney uh, was out there as well as Andrew Wiggins. And I got to tell you, I think Andrew Wiggins, one of his best games of the year, certainly the best game that he's had since returning from the illnesses and also the adductor strain, it looked like an all-star Wiggins tonight. Uh, I, I think 29 points, he was aggressive. The Warriors looked to go to him a little bit uh, when they needed buckets, which is something from time to time we've, we've seen Steve Kerr do. Uh, became a little bit of a staple in the playoffs last year. Need a bucket, try and keep Wiggins involved, uh, and and you, you know, would go to him and, and against certain matchups, he has a, a big-time advantage in, in playing one-on-one, so there was a little bit more of that. Uh, but, but that lineup, and it really was sparked by Moses Moody, that group of Ty Jerome, Dante DiVincenzo, Moody, Wiggins, and Looney, Clay Thompson ended up coming in to close the half there with Dante DiVincenzo taking a seat, and that flipped the game right there. And the Warriors went from, from 10 points down to five points up at the half. And while the Warriors were able to push it to 20 in the second half, there were a couple of different junctures where it felt like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable, nothing easy. At one point, the Wizards had cut it all the way down to seven, but the Warriors were able to early fourth quarter get Kevon Looney back in the game. They were able to get Andrew Wiggins back in the game uh, at the top of the fourth quarter after a, a quick timeout, and they pushed it right back up to 16. It looked like the Warriors were maybe going to be able to cruise from there, but uh, it, it never really fully was a, a total comfortable blowout down the stretch, but, but the Warriors able to do just enough. Uh, some timely three-pointers on a night where the Warriors finish 20 of 40 to outlast the Wizards, 135 to 126. 888 It is John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors now 29-28 and 28 with one game to go before the All-Star break. Tomorrow night in L.A. against the Clippers. Andrew Wiggins mentioned him, the 29 points, seven rebounds, four assists. The Warriors sparked by Dante DiVincenzo. How about Jamichael Green tonight? Jamichael Green playing a little banged up, it would seem, with the wrist. Four for four from three-point range for Jamichael Green in this one. He finishes five of five overall, had five assists. The Warriors with 34 assists in this game tonight on 52 made field goals. And the Warriors were, were sparked by DiVincenzo and Jamichael Green and Ty Jerome and, and Moses Moody uh, as well in his limited action, in particular that six-minute stretch there uh, from the middle of the fourth quarter until the end. And and the Warriors have they've developed some trustable players off their bench, which I think if, if they can ever get everything on the same page for a stretch of games longer than, than two, three, four at a time, I, I think – I think they'd like the bench that they have and, and would like to see how that bench can play in a playoff series when everybody else is healthy. But 
these have all been productive, productive players for the most part for the Warriors this season. Jerome, when he's been able to play, uh, not so much Jermichael Green, who has come on really since he's been back from from injury. Moses Moody, uh, nice to see him be able to make a contribution to somebody that hasn't really been a big part of, of the Warriors bench this season. But speaking mainly of Dante DiVincenzo, speaking mainly of, of Ty Jerome, when he's gotten the opportunity to play, Typically, when somebody has been out, whether it's Clay Thompson resting on the second of a back-to-back or whether it's been when Stephen Curry has, has had to miss time, Ty Jerome goes in, essentially becomes the backup point guard. And, and you look at Ty Jerome's line tonight, and he's hitting floaters. He's dishing out assists, seven assists without a turnover in the game tonight for, for Ty Jerome. I guess he did end up with one turnover uh, on, on the final box, but, but seven assists and, and just kind of running things calming things, smoothing things over. He's been, uh, and the Warriors at times, whether it's been Anthony Lamb, who's been a part of the bench at, at other points of the season, or Ty Jerome, they've been highly uh, effective as well. And some good news even on the Clay Thompson front, believe it or not, as Steve Kerr, and we'll play the Steve Kerr press conference for you coming up here on 95.7 The Game, but Steve Kerr saying that Clay Thompson may very well be cleared to play in the second of the back-to-back as the team will fly to Los Angeles tonight and take on the Clippers tomorrow. And it's funny, I was going back and forth with old buddy Matt Steinmetz during the game, and, and he hit me with it. Do you think Clay will play tomorrow night? This is probably late third quarter. And I hit Steiny back, and I said, well, I don't know. But if there was ever an opportunity to try to play Clay Thompson in a back-to-back, it would be the second of a back-to-back that is the final game before the All-Star break when you know you're going to have eight game, or eight days rather off in between games. And so if you want to test it out and see how Clay Thompson's body responds to it, it's a short flight, obviously, less than an hour in the air. And you get to the hotel and you got plenty of time to, to rest and, and recuperate. And then you are able to at least assess whether it's something that, that you potentially would want to do on the back end of the, of the schedule when you get out of the All-Star break. And at that point, there's only 24 games to go. But the Warriors are coming out hot with six and nine nights. So to get some feel for if Clay Thompson can can be a factor as far as playing in some back-to-backs, maybe not all of them, but at least playing in a couple of them uh, down the stretch of the season, I think tomorrow would be a, a pretty good test case uh, in this one. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. How you feeling about this Warriors win? Uh, again, one you had to have, one that wasn't perfect, that the defense still problematic in particular early. Wizards were really having their way with the Warriors as they were attacking the paint. They were getting open threes. It was a, a situation where, it, it, like we've seen a lot, uh, teams just able to really get at the Warriors and and be able to score at will during stretches of of this game tonight early on but the Warriors were able to clamp it down a little bit uh, in that second quarter it helps when you go for 42 yourself in that second quarter to separate but again the game flips with that stretch between the six minute mark and the end of the first half and and the Warriors while they they never look back if they had looked back the, the Wizards were always in that rear view mirror objects closer uh, as they uh, appear uh, in in the mirror there uh, even after the Warriors had built that 20-point lead. All right, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. Lots to discuss 
following this one as uh, the Warriors get what proves to be a pretty big win over the Wizards tonight. Was this clearly Wiggins' best game since he's been back? And, and what did you get from him? Looked like you had to keep going back to him in this game. Yeah, definitely his best game since he's been back. He had he had a lot of good games early in the season, but I loved his aggressiveness. He was attacking the rim all night and uh, he got it going, you know, from the mid-range and, and just got us a lot of key buckets, you know, when we were starting to, to fade a little bit. So uh, Wiggs was great. Steve, uh, along those same lines, I mean, Jim Michael's gone through so much to, to see him shine and also dish out five of your 40 assists. Um, the bench really gave you a lift. Yeah, yeah, the bench was great. Dante and uh, Jim Michael both played really well. Um, I thought Moses Moody changed the game in the first half with his energy. We were kind of lifeless for much of the first half defensively. Uh, they were getting anything they wanted. And I thought Moses's energy was great. But um, yeah, Jamichael was fantastic. And Dante hit some big shots and did his usual job defensively scrapping. And, you know, Ty is, uh, is so underrated uh, as a player for us. I mean, you look at his minutes and Every time he comes in, the game settles down. You know, he just takes care of the ball. Seven assists, no turnovers, nine points. Um, he's uh, the, the consummate uh, backup point guard. And and uh, with Steph out, you know, we really need him uh, more than ever. And um, I thought Ty was great tonight. Talk early in the season about the bench, you know, not being able to figure out its identity, but it's turned a corner as of late. And I think you can attribute that to Jamichael and Dante. Just what have you seen big picture-wise with the how the – bench has become more of a strong consistent unit yeah you're talking about um Dante Jamichael and uh, Ty all being new to the team so early in the season they're just trying to figure out you know how we play and terminology and all that stuff and um I think we've pared down the rotation some and there's a better we have a better sense of who we should play together and what combinations we uh we can get to and uh, and then I think just over time, they've just gotten more and more confident and they're playing at a really high level. I'm sure you're always telling him to attack the rim, but was that reemphasized by you tonight or did they just go ahead and do it? Uh, and it did seem like it was particular when there was one Washington player in front of them. Uh, was that a focus at all? You don't have to talk about that last part, but. I think Wiggs, you know, I, I think I mentioned this a couple of days ago, but his return was really tough for him because he was he was really sick two different times and then you know he had never missed 15 games straight in a, in the middle of a season before so when he came back after that stretch he was not in condition he was not in rhythm uh and he was really struggling to find his game and um so i think um this was more just a result of um the last few weeks, gaining his confidence back, gaining his conditioning and his timing. And, and, um, and, you know, we, we always want him to attack. I think uh, what we did better tonight as a staff is we, we went to him more often. Um, and I probably need to do that, you know, more consistently, you know, coming up in games. But um, again, he was, um, he was great. Seven boards, you know, four assists, no turnovers. I mean, it wasn't just the scoring. Hey, Steve, I think Draymond's one game away from suspension after picking up a technical foul today. You think he kind of knows that, you know, ease back a little bit going forward? He's never been suspended. Uh, he's always stopped one shy. So um, I have faith. And what are your thoughts on these strange, the strange like home and away back to back? This isn't a bad one. I mean, LA is a quick, quick trip and um, it's, they're not that strange. We've always had, um, had, you know, stretches of, you know, back-to-backs, home and away. Um, it's, it, when it's tough is when it's, you know, 
crossing a time zone, you know, flying to Denver or something like that. But LA is a, a quick, short flight, and uh, we'll be ready to go tomorrow. Do you know if Clay will play or even make? Hope so. Yeah, we've talked about it, and uh, we'll we'll see. Jamichael was kind of grabbing at his wrist just at a couple different yeah. occasions throughout the night. Is is his wrist okay? Did he or a trainer mention anything to you? Uh, he said he heard it. Um, I don't know how severely, and uh, our training staff will check him out. A couple of times you had some smaller guys on Porzingis, Clay, for sure. I think Wiggins had him just kind of throwing different things at him. Uh, what was the thinking on some of that? And it did look like it worked. Yeah. Uh, well, we switched a lot too. So uh, with him, uh, because he's such a good shooter, we just decided to switch and and, and stay out on him. Um, you know, he still had a, a great game, and but we kept it to three three point attempts, which was good. But um, yeah, just the way the you know, the roster is right now, if we're, you know, we're not always going to have two bigs out there. We we did for much of the game tonight um, with Jermichael, but, you know, if Wiggs or Clay is at the four, um, then they're going to guard their their counterpart. And and he was, uh, Porzingis was there for, so that's, that was the matchup, but we're very comfortable with those guys guarding fours. Yeah, so both Clay Thompson getting some run there. Andrew Wiggins got some run uh, as well, and uh, Wiggins, uh, able to to do a nice job defensively tonight. Energetic, enthusiastic a Andrew Wiggins tonight. Steve Kerr also talking a lot about the, the Warriors bench, which we've hit on. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for Draymond with this technical situation. This is probably his toughest task yet to be able to make it through what would be the final 25 games without getting one technical in 25 games. And I know Steve Kerr is correct. He has towed right up to that line, but I don't know that he's ever done it with 25 games to go and having to get to the, the finish line. Uh, and he was wound up, not the best Draymond Green tonight, but he, game tonight, but he was, he was wound up uh, from the, from the beginning. And, and I think that does set a little bit of a tone that the Warriors and that Draymond wanted this one tonight. They knew they had to try and get this one tonight. Uh, but yeah, this is, this will be an ultimate test as to Draymond's ability to bite his tongue and toe the line with the officials. Uh, and again, one more technical foul gets you to 16. If you get to 16, you get suspended for a game. And then I believe each subsequent second technical after that, not that it's going to get to that point, but in, in essence, once you get to 16, it's a technical foul. Then you get one freebie. And then if you get to 18, it's another suspension. If you get to 20, it would be another suspension and, and, and so on and, and so forth. But uh, we'll see. The Warriors are going to need Draymond Green down the stretch here to be playing in all of these games if he's healthy and, and physically able to do so. And so that does become a storyline when you're not even to the all-star break yet. You're already where the next technical puts you in, in the point where you're going to have to, to sit at, uh, a game. So best news of the night coming out of the Steve Kerr press conference, though, and we'll hear from Clay between now and 11 o'clock as well is the fact that Clay Thompson it looks like is going to be able to play tomorrow night in Los Angeles against the Clippers. First trip for the Lakers to Los Angeles this year. They haven't played the Clippers or the Lakers down there, and so they'll play the Lakers first game out of the break after playing the Clippers tomorrow. First game, or final game rather, going into the break. But yeah, short flight, as we discussed earlier, and Clay having the ability to test it out and see how it goes and whether it's something worthy of trying. I know there was the, the shift going all the way back to early November where Steve Kerr had said, 
hey, Clay's probably not going to play in a back-to-back at any point. And I thought, you know, as Coach Kerr shifted his what he had said about that a few weeks after the fact, I thought, I wonder if Clay Thompson went in and, and, and said, hey, I, I want to be able to try and play some of these back-to-backs. And there clearly was a little bit of a shift from the medical staff and the, and the training staff as to being more open-minded to being able to do it. And again, tomorrow, as good a chance as any to give Clay Thompson a, a shot after playing 36 tonight at seeing how his body responds to it. And and then you know. The one thing you know is there aren't going to be any back-to-backs in the playoffs. And I think that's a welcome sight. But you look at the Warriors and their schedule here down the stretch coming out of the All-Star break, and they've got a back-to-back right out of the chute. Uh, in L.A. and then right back here against the Rockets. And then the games come every other day. They've got another back-to-back, which will conclude a 6-9. and nine. It's a home back-to-back where they play the Clippers and, and the Pelicans on a, on a that second Thursday and Friday right out of the break. And so the Warriors are going to be playing a lot of games in a short period of time. It, it gets a little bit spread out from time to time in January and February, but typically once you get to the break, and it seems like most teams are always begging for that break to come, once you get out of the break, the games come rapid fire. Uh, Another back-to-back Atlanta and Memphis on a road trip for the Warriors, and yeah, there's just going to be a lot of games here between now and and the end of the season, uh, which is April the 9th which is as early an end to the regular season as as I can recall with the play-in tournament now taking that week that leads up to the midpoint of April and and where the playoffs begin. Uh, Looks like April 15th is when the playoffs begin this year. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up, a 95-7 the game. Warriors win it over the Wizards, 135-126. to Big second quarter, big second and third quarters for the Warriors as they outscore the Wizards in the second and third quarters of this game tonight, 77-54. to that, That's where you flip it, 42-27 in the second, 35-27 in the third, and that was able to allow the Warriors enough of a cushion building that 20-point lead to be able to hold off Washington, and you knew – you knew it wasn't going to be easy because nothing's been easy. Not to go full Zaza Pachulia on you, but nothing's been easy for the Warriors in any of these games. And obviously we've seen them blow some leads down the stretch in, in some of these games uh, as well. And so I think everybody, there, there was a little murmur of, uh-oh, what's going on? Could this happen again when the Wizards briefly had cut it down to what was a seven-point game? But enough answers for the Warriors down the stretch in, the, in this one to be able to prevail and move on to the next at, at 29 and 28. And it sets up tomorrow as an opportunity to get what would be a pretty big win to feel like there's some positive momentum once again brewing uh, at two games over 500. However, uh, should the Warriors not be able to get tomorrow, uh, that would be pretty uh, apropos for what this season has been. Another night for the Warriors sitting right there uh, at the 500 mark. All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line, 510. J.D., what do you think of the Warriors being able to go 16-10 and 10 down the stretch? That should get them the sixth seed, 18-8, and eight, maybe gets them the fifth seed. 
if you're at 500 going into tonight and, and the 26 games to go, just looking at the way things stand right now, I think you I think if you were able to go 18 and eight and look, I'm, I'm reluctant to play this game because every time the Warriors win one, it's and tonight at times not the most impressive win. I think the Warriors did a lot of the things that, that they've struggled with lately that have led to them losing some games and, and a much less pleasant Warriors wrap up show tonight. They were able to make a bunch of threes and, and have more dominant stretches of the game to where it didn't get to that point, and that's a positive. But I'm reluctant to go down this road of 18 and 8 or even 16 and 10 when they really haven't proven that they can play at that level at any point this season, whether they've had Steph Curry or whether they haven't had Steph Curry. And that's another thing I want to get to between now and 11 o'clock. Steph Curry met with the media right before tip off downstairs here in Chase Center in the Bill King interview room. And we talked about the schedule coming out for the Warriors and the six games and nine nights. And and you're not going to want to miss what Steph had to say as far as the timeline because he's set to be reevaluated at that point, which means his ramp-up of basketball activities begins at that point. I got to tell you, it, it didn't sound promising, and we'll let you hear for yourself here coming up on 95.7 The Game, but it didn't sound promising as far as Steph being able to play in, in, in those six games. Well, not ruled out, and we'll see, but you know what reevaluate. Usually reevaluating doesn't mean that the player's going to be back within the next couple of days to, to a week. And so you're talking about six games. So at that point, if, if you can't play the first, let's say, 10 days after the All-Star break, there's 18 games to go at that point. And so, again, I'm, I'm reluctant to relate it back to the conversation right now in the text message from the 510. I, you know, yes, if you can go 16 and 10, that might be enough to get in the top six. 18 and 8 might be enough to get you the three seed. Although I'm starting to think, given the cushion that Sacramento has, that they may they may be destined to be in the top six, and I, I've been reluctant to say that. I, I think when you look, you know, the Warriors win tonight. The, the Kings, it seems like, have won thirty games like the Warriors won tonight, but by, by a similar score, one thirty-five to one thirty, one thirty-five, one twenty-six, one twenty-six, one twenty-five. Uh, you know, they, they've been able to make hay uh, without a lot of defense and some clutch play down the stretch, but I'm starting to think that the Kings might have enough of a cushion to where they're going to be the extra team beyond Denver, Memphis, Phoenix, Dallas, and potentially the Clippers that wind up in the top six, just based on the fact that right now, I mean, they're eight games over 500, and because they've been a little bit better than the rest of the pack in close games, uh, and a little bit better than the rest of the pack against the the truly bottom feeders of the NBA, they are in a little bit more of a comfortable position here as we head down the stretch of the season. So, all right, 888-957-9570. Still time for some phone calls. We'll still get to more text messages. We'll also hear from Clay Thompson coming up and maybe even Steph Curry between now and 11 o'clock. We've got our hardest-working player of the game, a new feature here on Warriors Wrap-Up. It's all straight ahead. Warriors win over the Wizards 135-126 to 126 on 95.7 the game. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Beal eyeballs goes to the right corner there's Kispert he'll fire away corner three doesn't go rebound tipped and Looney grabbed a quick outlet to Draymond he'll push Draymond comes down the middle, drives by Kispert, puts it up and in, Draymond at full throttle. Warriors on a 6 nothing run. The Draymond Express. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. Two of Draymond Green's four on the night. Warriors were pushing the pace tonight as they beat the Wizards 135-126. to Back here inside Chase Center, John Dickinson with you. Warriors 29-28. and where does that leave Golden State in the latest NBA playoff standings? Well, looking up at the end of the night, not a great night for the Warriors as far as other teams are concerned and uh, where the Warriors end up sitting right now. They look at, at 29 and 28. Uh, Minnesota won tonight. They, they beat Dallas. Uh, you look at you know, Sacramento was able to win a couple of nights ago over Dallas. So the Mavs have lost a, a couple in a row here the Clippers have lost a couple of games in a row here but looking at the the scores from tonight and how it relates Utah got a win tonight among teams in the Warriors bracket as far as you know 
battling for position. So Utah gets a victory tonight at Indiana. So you look at where that puts the Jazz. Jazz are back in 10th at, at 29 and 30. Uh, you go around the horn here. The Pelicans earned a win tonight at Oklahoma City. So the Pelicans able to get to 30 and 28, a half game up on the Warriors as well. And Minnesota mentioned them winning at Dallas. So the Pelicans, good night for them. Utah, Minnesota, Portland also won tonight, beat the Lakers. So the Lakers and Thunder, a couple of those teams that are, are beneath the pack uh, in the West, uh, able to, to were, were beaten by teams that are, are closer to the Warriors here. And then Dallas drops down, but Dallas had a little bit of a cushion built up. Now Dallas is in a, a spot where they are close again to the Warriors, although with the two in a row, it's 31 and, and 28. Uh, the Warriors at 29 and 28. So a game separating at this point and, and really uh, two and a half separating 10th and 11th from 4th at, at this point. So the Warriors 29 and 28, that right now puts them in ninth, but they're only a half game out of 7th and they're only a game out of 5th right now. So so it goes as far as uh, the, the NBA standings. And everything in a big one tomorrow with the Clippers at, at 31 and 28. If the Warriors can get that one, all of a sudden they're within a half game of the Clippers. And the Clippers are currently the team that everybody's chasing as far as the six seed. But again, it's so jumbled together that two or three games either way can can flip the whole thing in, in one team's favor or another. And it goes back to that text message from the last segment. And yeah, if the Warriors could could somehow go 16 and 10 with tonight being the first game of that stretch, that's probably good enough to get you in the top six. 17 and nine might be good enough to get you fourth or even third, depending upon uh, what Sacramento and, and some of these other teams wind up doing. I think 18 and eight would would almost certainly get you third. Uh, if that puts you in that 46 win range, it'll at least give you a conversation to be had uh, about it. Uh, 831 Wiggins back to form tonight since his injury return. Yeah, without a doubt. Steve Kerr said it. I, I said it off the top of the show and in you know just some of the headlines from this one. This this was Andrew Wiggins' best game since he's been back. Big time key buckets, aggressive, three-point shot was falling at a 50% clip. That that's that's a major storyline for the Warriors and, and they need it. You know, they didn't have Wiggins for a good stretch of when Steph Curry was out the first time. Having him back and getting into a flow, that, that makes this team much, much better uh, with him playing at that playoff caliber level. The bench gave the Warriors a huge boost tonight, led by Dante DiVincenzo, who's up over 41% now, shooting the ball from three on the season. And he makes timely three-pointers on a night where the Warriors didn't shoot 50 from three. They shot 40. When you hit 20, you... you when you hit 20 out of 40, that's a spectacular night. When you hit 20 out of 50, that's a spectacular night. Uh, but 20 out of 40 and the Warriors not taking quite as many three-point shots, which I know has been problematic in some of these games that, that they have lost. And uh, good news out of the postgame press conference, Clay Thompson looks like he will be able to play in the second of a back-to-back -back for the first time in what would be four years for Clay Thompson uh, when you look at the two injuries going back to 2019 and then the one that he sustained when he was close to coming back in, in 2020. All right, let's get to a new feature here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Our hardest working player of the game, our hardest worker of the game is brought to you by AC Transit. 
Thompson wants it, gets it. Down to eight seconds on the shot clock. Drives left baseline. Takes Porzingis for a ride. Spins to the right side. Shot's going to be short. Looney the rebound. Jerome back out to Clay. He'll fire away. No good. Looney rebound. Put back. Good at the buzzer. Kevon Looney. Back-to-back offensive rebounds. And Golden State will go to the locker room with their largest lead of the half. Yeah, back-to-back offensive rebounds on a night where Kevon Looney ends up with five offensive rebounds. 13-13. and 13 for Loon tonight in 31 minutes and he was a part of that key lineup that helped the Warriors go from 10 down to 5 up at the half and that bucket put the Warriors up 5 at the half. Kevon Looney our hardest worker of the game brought to you by AC Transit. AC Transit is looking for hard workers and is offering a $2,000 bonus for new bus operators and journey level mechanics to join their team for complete details and to apply, visit actransit.org slash careers. That's actransit.org slash careers. Kavon Looney, your hardest worker of the game tonight here for the Warriors. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap up, Warriors win 135-126. to 126. How you feeling about this one? Do you feel like, ah... Uh, Warriors turning a corner, or is this just a game you had to win? Get on to the next. Make sure you're not below 500 at, at the All-Star break. That's the one thing you guarantee with the win tonight, uh, that, that if you can get tomorrow, you'd be back to plus two, which will be your high watermark of the season. But if you can't get tomorrow, you know at least you're not going to be at a minus two to 500, which might put you on the outside looking in of even the play-in tournament uh, at this point in time. And every win without Steph Curry is pretty critical. The Warriors have been able to stay afloat this season much better than they have in in recent seasons at a pretty extreme level without Steph Curry. And and I think something we talked about over the last week, if, if the Warriors wind up making the top six, working their way into a playoff and a, and a playoff series, their ability to function and split games without Steph becomes a pretty significant storyline amid all of the concern about turnovers and bad defense and lack of energy and depth and and certain players that played at a level last year that they're not meeting this year. Lost in the shuffle, but I think because the Warriors' record isn't better overall and isn't better when they have had Steph and, and have been closer to fully healthy is the fact that they've basically been a 500 team here over a lengthy stretch without Curry, and you could make the case that that, uh, on the positive side of things, has has in many ways saved their season if their season does end up becoming uh, one where they end up in the top six or, or potentially better here uh, heading toward the playoffs, which are going to begin in a couple of months. All right, let's go ahead and hear from Clay Thompson as he addressed the media following his 27-point performance tonight uh, included in this is his thoughts on potentially playing the second of a back-to-back for the first time in nearly four years. Here's Captain Clay. What kind of difference does it make, Clay, when you see Wiggins playing like this? What is it? What difference does it make to the team? Wiggins is so good on both sides of the ball, and he just energizes everybody when he's around the rim, finishing, hitting jumpers, guarding the team's best player. And um, 
said it before, we're so lucky to have him and great night for him. I was really happy with his aggressiveness. He, uh, I love that he led the team in field goal attempts. Like that gets all of us excited. Do you, I mean, it's funny you say that. Do you have to like, you know, I guess promote that aggressiveness out of him, tell him that type of stuff sometimes? Nah, he's uh, been in this league a long time and he's a champion and he knows uh, when we need him at his best. So I don't try to prod him too much. Clay, do you anticipate you'll play tomorrow? Yes. I'm so excited. Just what does that mean for you? Like another milestone in your journey? Yeah. Huge milestone. Even more fun to do it in front of family. Spent so many great moments in that building with my dad and my brothers and my mother. So I'm just excited to get down there and play in front of them. It's really a dream. What was your reaction to the GP2 Wiseman trade? You know, Wiseman had come in here with a number two pick off so much talent. Uh, and it just didn't seem to work out for him. What, what was your reaction to that trade? Well, it was really hard. So happy Gary's back, but at the same time, it hurts when one of your friends goes somewhere else. And uh, me and Y spent so much time together, especially that summer of 2021. We were the only ones in here for about a month and a half, and Rick Celebrini, and uh, we hung out a lot. I'm gonna really miss him. I know he's gonna do incredibly well in Detroit, and he's got so much potential so much great basketball ahead of him and it hurts. I know it was probably not fun for him to hear that news, but uh, I just know that he's going to be a heck of a player in this league and Dub Nation um, is really grateful for him. So I'm going to, I'm going to miss him. It was such a big part of that two timeline. I know it's not what you guys were saying, but it's what was kind of acknowledged is what this two timeline plan. Did you ever think about that? And in your mind, is that pretty much not happening right now? I'm not sure. It's, uh, my my mind is just on staying present and thinking about winning against the Clippers tomorrow. I can't even think ahead to post-All-Star break yet. I'm so locked in on just enjoying this run. But you got to come up on a team that was building with you. How how difficult do you think it is to be a young player and play with like champions and a team that's competing for a championship? It's really hard. It's really hard to have to deal with those expectations don't have as much room to grow as you would in another franchise who's on the rebuild. So it's a whole new set of challenges these young guys are facing that Dre, Steph, and I never had to. And we try to give them our best advice and just tell them what we would have done differently or what we did well at their age. And they all are great listeners and have so much potential. And uh, they were ahead of us at that time because we weren't even in the NBA yet. We were still in college. So that's all you can do is be a great mentor. Vincenzo's up to like 41 something percent from three on the season. Um, how big has he been? Not even just as a defender, but really kind of as a pretty high volume shooter. Yeah. Dante's been great. I love his energy. I love his athleticism. I love his shot making. That doesn't surprise me. He's got great form. That ball spins off his fingertips perfectly and he's been incredible for us. And I mean, look at Ty Jerome, what he did tonight. He plays with such great poise and J. Michael Green, incredible minutes, incredible shooting. So our bench really won us that game tonight. You guys scored 55 points in the paint. Obviously, there's been discussions about sometimes not going inside, not not shooting, not taking the layups. Was there a conscious effort tonight to go to the rim? I don't think so. I think we just take what the defense gives us. I mean, it's been working for 10 years, so I'm going to stick to the plan. But uh, we definitely got some great looks at the rim, and – Every time we do that, the three ball is going to open up. How happy were you with that dunk? I felt great. I mean, just to go up there and throw it down with no hesitation, that's a, that's a great feeling.
great feeling. Special dunk for Clay, uh, and one that kind of surprised me. Took took me a little bit. You could see him going up, and he made sure to to hang high on the rim uh, to allow traffic to clear out. Uh, and yeah, seven of eight for Clay Thompson on twos in this game. You look at the four of thirteen from three point range, six of eight actually for Clay Thompson on twos in this game. And the Warriors did, I think, make more of a conscious effort tonight. Uh, whether it was something they talked about before the game, the, the points in the paint, 56, speaks for himself. And the fact that the Warriors were able to get in the paint, and I do think they turned down. I mean, the, the, they go hand in hand. The, the paint points and the finishing at 27 to 37 in the paint at, at an extremely high clip. Both teams really did almost identical numbers. I think one more bucket from from the Wizards compared to the Warriors, but the Warriors' ability to turn down some of the threes, even though they were shooting at a really high percentage from three, for the twos, did help for a much more efficient night top to bottom. And you look up at the end of night, and the Warriors shoot 50% from three, and they shoot uh, 57.8% for the night, but they, they did do a better job, I thought, tonight of, of attacking and not settling for the threes, but the threes were there for them every time they needed them uh, in this ballgame tonight. Early, which helped them from, from getting down bigger than, than even the 15 they were down early in the game, and timely ones, many from Dante DiVincenzo uh, down the stretch to help prevail in this one, 135 to 126. 888-957-9570. A couple of text messages to get to. 925 echoing the sentiment on Dante DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo is a hell of a player. What a pickup he has been. And, yeah, you can start to picture Dante DiVincenzo as a potential playoff performer for, for the Warriors. I, I don't think there's, there's much doubt about it uh, and, and where he would fit in here uh, on this team in, in the postseason. The, the rotation starting to, to take shape, I think, a little bit for Golden State. If they can get the, the front end of it, uh, it, you know, to a point where it's healthy enough. And, and Steph Curry addressed the fact that, you know, kind of gave an update before the game on, on his timeline. And, and he said right now it's it's basically all rehab, uh, kind of similar to, to what, what Gary Payton is going to be going through. And if you missed that, Bob Myers addressed the media regarding Gary Payton the second. now that he is officially a member of the Warriors and they have – allowed for that trade he's going to be out for the next month and that is just rehabbing for the next month at that point they will determine a timeline and get back to the basketball activity type ramp up as far as Gary Payton the second goes so he's out the next month and then we'll so it's beyond a month it's the next month and then we'll figure out how long he's going to have to ramp up the basketball activities although Bob Myers did express optimism that Payton the second could be back between now and the end of the regular season, but once you get to that point, we're already going to be inside a month uh, remaining in the regular season to where uh, the rehab process would end and the the basketball activities and all of that would begin. And Steph Curry said that his reevaluation point as the Warriors had released is going to be right out of the break, and he's hopeful he can get back on the court, not on the court doing any basketball stuff at this point, but hoping he can get back on the court after the All-Star break, which at this point is is 10 days away for the Warriors when they play the Lakers on, on the 23rd. So at that point, that's when I think there's 
a timeline that starts to be put in place as far as Steph Curry goes and when he could potentially be back. But uh, as we talked about in the last segment, the Warriors have six games and nine nights right out of the chute after the All-Star break and just reading the tea leaves and, again, listening to what, what everybody's saying about that, that would lead me to think that Steph's probably not playing in, in any of those six. Not official, not a doctor, not a member of the training staff. You know, We'll see if that changes, but if he's not even doing any basketball activities, I would think he would need at least a week of basketball activities, probably closer to two uh, at that point. Uh, but, yeah, the six and nine nights comes rapid fire for, for the Warriors, and so if it's even a week to 10 days, he's missing the first six. And at that point, there's only 18 games to go in the regular season, I think from, from March 5th on through April 9th, which is basically five weeks and, and, and 18 games over that 35-day span. So the Warriors are going to have to keep doing what they've been doing, which is trying to stay afloat without Steph Curry and, and the bench and you know, Andrew Wiggins being able to do what he did, and Clay Thompson's ability to come on the way Clay has really over the last month and a half has been pretty key to uh, allowing the Warriors to stay afloat. It's not what everybody has wanted by any means. This team may just prove themselves to be a 500 team or a game or two above or below when it's all said and done after 82. But the reality is, as unimpressive as tonight's win was at times, as impressive as it was, at other times, every one of these victories gives the Warriors a shot to get on a little bit of a roll to where maybe they can still make something of the end of this regular season, which allows them to attempt to defend their title uh, in the postseason with now 25 games to go and the Warriors sitting at 29 and 28. A couple of more text messages to get to here before we call it a night. The 925 chiming in. J.D., the Warriors are not making it to the sixth seed if winning like this is the norm, just not sustainable, need to get stops. And, yeah, the Warriors are going to have to play better defensively than, than they did tonight. There were some really careless, awful turnovers tonight. There were some stretches where they took horrific shots, which led to some transition opportunities. A lot of the things that the Warriors have done that have made them a losing team more than everybody would like this season, they did in this game tonight, but they were able to overcome it with the big two quarters in the second and the third and the three-point shooting and, and the energy and, and effort of, of the bench. Uh, but, yeah, uh, all in all, I think tonight is more of, hey, you want it? It's better than the alternative. And, you know, assure yourself a shot at maybe getting another one before the break, but but absolutely things have to get better. And I, I would tend to agree from the 925 that that playing the way the Warriors did tonight is a good way to be 500 between now and the end of the regular season. And if they do that, we're talking about a 41 or a 42 win team when it's all said and done. 229 on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Need more games like tonight from Wiggins until Curry is back. If they want to win games, absolutely. And we haven't seen a lot of the Andrew Wiggins we saw tonight. More of that, no question. Uh, and the final text of the night uh, from the 408, and I, I wanted to address this, third straight poor Kaminga game, J.D., any concerns? Would hate to see him get benched for Jermichael Green. Well, look, Kaminga and Jermichael Green both play. On, on, a, on a normal night, although Jermichael Green, when he knocked down the four of four from three, he was in the game for Draymond at the four, 
in really would have been rare minutes for, for Jamichael at the four because Draymond got that fourth foul, and that's really when, when he put his imprint on the game in the grandest fashion by knocking down the, the threes and, and getting hot out there from the perimeter. Uh, but, yes, that that is worth noting. Third straight poor Kaminga game. Kaminga only playing 13 minutes in the game tonight. I thought he had some juice in the in the first half, but – not a concern, and I I will relate this back to Gary Payton the second as it as far like the Warriors need Kaminga between now and the end of the regular season. But if Gary Payton the second is able to to play and be a part of the Warriors rotation, that does limit the necessity for Kaminga to be a big as big a part of things, which I do think is beneficial. To me, you want to have Kaminga be a luxury and not necessarily a necessity between now and the end of the season. He's still a necessity, and he's going to have to play through it, and, and the Warriors had other options tonight, but there's going to be nights where you know you don't want to see Steve Kerr completely go away from him, and I don't think he will because the Warriors are, are down a big now with James Wiseman out of the equation uh, it, just in terms of overall roster composition. So you know Draymond and Looney are going to play. You know Jermichael Green's going to play, but Kaminga's going to have to play if, if Jermichael's going to be uh, the, the, the backup uh, at, at the center spot working in conjunction with, with Draymond and Looney. So I don't see Steve Kerr giving up on him or anything like that, but yes, it has been uh, not the best three-game stretch of late for Jonathan Kaminga. All right, we'll call it a night on that note. Quick turnaround for the Dubs tomorrow. Back in action against the Clippers down in L.A. Warriors Live for that one starts at 6 o'clock. As uh, I will have that for you coming up right after Damon and Ratto get off the air at the top of the 6 o'clock hour, then the Warriors and the Clippers. And uh, back with you after that ball game as well, taking your phone calls and your text messages here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Thanks to Sterling Bennett and everybody in our San Francisco studios. Excellent job cutting up a lot of post-game sound and highlights and press conferences. Busy, busy day in Warrior land on this Monday, gearing up for the All-Star break. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Warriors get the job done tonight, 135 to 126. And you heard it all right here on your home for Warriors basketball, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.